This is episode 571 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, January 2nd, 2019. I'm your host, Marcus Genez, and today I'll be talking about Florence, some Hitman 2, and some more PlayStation VR, because I sat down and had my dad play some more VR, and that is always a good time, and is good for evaluating VR experiences because I just don't find the magic in it. It's clear at this point that I just don't see the magic in VR like a lot of other people do and my dad is the opposite. He is very much so immersed when he's playing these games and likes things way more than I do. And so I think it's worth revisiting certain games and just giving his perspective even though it would be better if he was here though He'd be too nervous to say anything with his own words anyway. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Maybe I'll be reiterating some stuff. I don't know. Uh, how can you expect me to remember what I talked about last year? That was a year ago. That's so far away. But, yeah, that'll be pretty much it. I think it'll be a, a good short episode. I'm planning to start Celeste, hopefully later today. And I'm going to, instead of talking about it here, I'm just going to have it be an Attack the Backlog episode because it's old enough. And I think given how many people love it and there being a good chance that I could love it, that it's worthy of being focused alone by itself on an episode of that. So look forward to that, though that would be way down the line because I'm now two months uh in in the can with that show uh so i've got quite the cushion there uh cushion i used to go by the name kush and then i realized it meant something else speaking of that something else my mom gave me some edibles they've done nothing for me uh so i don't know what that means that my tolerance for alcohol also equates to my tolerance for that nonsense uh, whatever. Who cares? But a game you maybe would like to care about is Florence. So Florence is an iOS only. It's a mobile only game. I don't know if it's on Android. I played on my iPhone. Took me 32 minutes, and it is a game that. Before I even talk, it's very reminiscent of La La Land. So if you saw La La Land, it is very similar to that, where you play as this young woman, Florence. You see this guy playing a cello in the park at one point, and it's about their relationship as it grows and and then falls apart. And okay, spoilers, too. It's a 32-minute game, so if it's at all something that you might be uh, wanting to play just buy it it's three dollars so it's very very cheap um, but you are following this relationship as it comes together as they come together and then get closer and then start drifting away and eventually uh, break up and all that and on top of that you also have her and his both of them, uh, their exploration of their creative sides. He is 
thinking about going to music school. He has the application, but she's the one who pushes him to do it. She was uh, into art as a child, and it, that kind of has gone to the the wayside. But he pushes her towards that. And it's just about this relationship that didn't end up being the end-all, be-all. It was They weren't the one, quote-unquote, one for each other, but they were, especially like, because you don't see his perspective in, you know, after the fact or anything like that. But for her, he is still someone who was a very important part of her life and meant a lot and helped her, helped push her in the direction that she's heading in now, uh, being a creative, because she does get uh, quit her day job and become an artist, which is a very optimistic look at the, the field of art and all that. Um, but it it's it's a nice little thing. And I like the way the gameplay uses. Uh, I like the the simple gameplay mechanics and how they go about a way of telling and, and portraying this relationship um, as, as best they can, really. Like with the conversations you're having with your partner in the very beginning, you're putting these puzzle pieces together into these speech bubbles. And there are a lot of puzzle pieces, and it takes a bit more time because you're not that you don't you don't know this person that well. So it it takes a, a little bit more time to find out what to say and to put it together. And then as your relationship grows, the puzzles become simpler. And when it's at its best, uh, then the, the the speech bubbles are complete in themselves. You just got to put them into the speech bubble. And you know they have other simple mechanics like when you're brushing your teeth you're actually swiping on the screen uh polaroid pictures yes you know swish them around the screen um it utilizes the touch screen pretty well and the music is fantastic the music is really great though these the, the game is broken up into chapters and acts and the chapters can be so short that you could be listening to some really good music and then going on to the next chapter and then it's just this abrupt end and on to a different uh, piece, which is a bit of a bummer. I, but, uh, I don't know. There, there are a lot of people who really love this game. And that's that's what sold me on it. One recommendation and then hearing Vinny sp- uh, on the Giant Bomb Game of the Year, Cass, hearing him talk about it and start choking up, that was... The, the final uh, nail in the coffin that just had to push me over and, and make me pick it up. I think it's a neat game, and there are cool things about it. You know, I, I appreciate that it's a game with two people of color and all that. But when I finished, I was just like, that was all right. It didn't move me, even though I can really relate to this. Uh, to a lot of it, actually, um, because I was doing this and that and then a different type of art. And then this person came into my life who inspired me to try a different type of art and art that was much more to my liking and something that I wanted to do. And she is the reason why I went down that path. And we were 
never an item though not really but we had our we had a little moment and she still means so much to me because she is one of the few people that when I look at my life I know it would be very very different if she wasn't in it you know there are plenty of people who come and go and they don't have much of an impact she had a significant impact you know she's one of the most impactful uh, one of the most impactful people I've known and you know it's being that it's art and the game's about this artist I can really relate to all that but it just I don't know if it was that it was so short that I kind of wish it maybe was it took its time a bit more but maybe they try that and it's like no this is the pacings it's taking too long and people aren't gonna like I don't know but for me it just kind of came and went so fast that it just felt like oh they they came together and then they were already broken up so I don't know it's worth checking out it's only three bucks but it didn't hit me the way it's hit other people and I was kind of disappointed by that Uh, but it you know I'm not I'm happy I played it. it it was I don't want to say a good time it was just but it, it was a nice experience with some really great music I like the art and yeah deleted it and I'll never play it again but I, I think it it is a game that might linger with me because it is so short it is so simple it is so relatable you don't have to be an artist either uh, the relationship side of it is universal um but if you are an artist and and uh, that kind of stuff uh, you might get a little extra out of it i'm also dead inside so don't worry you know you'll probably be moved much more i'm i'm a zombie but then i also went back and played some more hitman 2 i went through the holiday hoarders uh, bonus which is going on until january 8th i believe which is a Christmas Santa-themed version of the Paris level from the first season. And if you complete all the Santa Holiday Hoarders challenges, you unlock the Santa 47 suit for use in all of the levels. But it's time-limited. You know, you can only do this before January 8th. You can replay the thing, so it's not like an, uh, an elusive target where you can only go through it once. You can't save during a level, so there's that. That makes it a bit more challenging, but uh, it, it's just fun to have this Christmas-themed version of the level, and I, w- I would like if that still existed, like if we could still play through I don't know if we can, but I would like to be able to play through that level and just not have the challenges anymore uh, to get the, the suit, because it's just nice to have it with a different coat of paint basically but in the special mission one you have santa who is teleporting around and every time you hear like the jingle bells that means he's moved to a different spot and if you don't sneak up on him he'll you know throw some fairy dust or whatever and disappear to a new place uh so i'm guessing he's the real santa claus Though that would also mean the real Santa Claus doesn't have a real beard and uses a fake beard. But to on this level, there are two targets. And they're going around this 
matches and everything trying to steal 12 items and one of the challenges in order to unlock the suit is to get all these items before they steal them it is a pain in the ass i don't know how you organically figure it out i guess because you can see them on the map you know you just use your hitman vision and see the red targets you just tail them until they collect all their stuff and then you just make a a, a memory note of it um but I, I just used a video to figure all that out. And then a few other challenges like killing them both in an accident while wearing the Santa suit. Um, killing them with some propane tanks at this one specific spot where they'll only go if you do manage to collect all the items before them. And then to specifically knock out one of the targets three times with bricks. Which was funny because I, I just... Started off in the the lower area, got the present that had the three bricks in it. Then when he was in the kitchen, I just threw a brick from a corner and knocked him out. Then waited for everyone to cool off and then to wake him up. And then I did it again and then did it one more time. And then I got my suit, which is fun. You know, it's, it's just a suit. It's not a big deal. It's not something you have to really go out of your way to get if you don't feel like doing the tedious collecting of the items and stuff like that. But it's fun to just have this extra suit that you can throw in every level. I immediately jumped back into the Italy level from the first season and started off as Santa. So I was just sitting on the bench reading a paper dressed as Santa. And it's funny and silly. And of course, you're going to change your suit. You're going to find somebody else to disguise yourself as pretty quickly. But it's still amusing. And if you want to go crazy and maybe just do a rampage on a level and be very shooter happy, you can do that as Santa. And who doesn't want to do that? Uh, but yeah, it was nice returning to Hitman because it's been a little while since I've played Hitman 2. And I think I'm going to, because I'm playing more and going through the first season stuff now because I haven't really done that in uh, Hitman 2. It's just, it's such a wonderful, wonderful game. And I love playing around. I've gotten to the point now where I've turned off all HUD stuff. So it's just clean screen and I like it that way. I like not having the map on because then it makes me... Because playing through these levels multiple times, you're going to naturally figure out the layout and remember where things are. But I think not having the map on makes you have to do that a little bit more. It just kind of pushes you towards doing that and using your memory as opposed to relying on the map or anything like that. But I love the Italy level so much. Um, it's just... It's a wonderful game, and it's on sale for 30 bucks, I believe, 50 bucks for the gold edition, so 50% off for all the versions. And I don't know if I saw this right or not, but I think the sale is for a long time, so you don't have to rush to pick them up, but it is absolutely worth it. Um, and I think, I mean, like, you can get, you don't have to get the gold version, but you, you can get the gold version and all the first season if you're brand new to Hitman for unless that's on sale too. If the if the legacy stuff is on sale too, you can get that for maybe half off as well, which would equal sixty dollars for so many maps and future maps and it's just it is such a wonderful sandbox. Um I love it. I love it so much. Moving on to PlayStation VR. So I put my dad in VR for some more. I don't remember if I talked about him in Thumper, 
but he really likes Sumper a lot. He likes anything that's basically some kind of moving vehicle or whatnot. Those things are the things that click for him the most. But he was really liking Thumper, and he was getting the hang of it more than I expected. Even though Thumper's pretty simple, I was surprised that he did as well as he did. He got through the first area and beat both bosses, so that was a nice surprise, and he really enjoyed that a lot. Then I let him try out Arcus Path, which I talked about previously, which is that game where you don't use a controller and you're just moving the ball. It's like Super Monkey Ball or Marble Madness. Um, you're moving the ball through these little environments trying to not fall off and stuff. And he really liked that a lot. He had so much fun with that. That's one of his new favorite experiences. So while I was a bit down on it and I found just it annoying if I die for stupid reasons or whatever, he he didn't mind if he died. He's just like, oh, I'll just do it again. So I guess for him, there's 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 much more novelty in the VR experience and just being in this more virtual space. Whereas with me, I'm in there. I'm like, this is all right, but this game better be fucking awesome. This better be a great game because the VR is not... For no game that I played in VR do I think the VR substantially makes it better or anything. You know, like super hot. Super hot, I think, is really cool in VR. But I think that's because it's a great game outside of VR. Um, Wipeout is really cool in VR. But Wipeout is just a fantastic game. I can't think of many games where it's like... I mean, like the London Heisting or whatever. That was neat in VR. I don't know. I don't need to play it again. I don't know. Just Just a reaffirmation of my being dead inside is my lack of uh wonder from playing anything in vr but yeah other than that he tried what else did he try tried a little bit of battle zone because i forgot i had that on disc which he was fine with that that didn't really wow him or anything uh there's something he didn't like though that I wish I could remember, but I can't, can't, I don't know what I'm doing right there, um, but he really, really liked Arcus Path, which was nice, uh, so he can play more of that, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, but yeah, I, I put him into res, and he said he liked it, and I guess he did, I'm not calling him a liar, but he could not he only played it for maybe 10 minutes or so. But I f- figured 10 minutes is more than enough time to wrap your head around how res works. But he was struggling with just the, you hold the X button, you paint over with the cursor over the, the enemies and everything on screen, and then you let go. He was not computing with all of that, which isn't a lot of that. It's just, it's very simple. And it was making me very frustrated because I'm just like, it's so simple. It is so simple. I thought I thought it was going to click with it right away because I was especially after he, I put him in a thumper and just like you know you press X and then at times you hold it and then you push into a direction in the corner and stuff that was fine but moving this cursor around and holding this button and then letting go no he couldn't do it um well we'll see with more time if he if he's able to better adapt to that but um that's pretty much it uh, and other than that I finished the first run of fairy tale all 175 episodes of absolute crap that show is garbage that show is really bad and of course i started the next run because i was just like 
Might as well get this shit all out of there. But it, it's so bad. The writing is just so terrible. And I'm really curious because I can't remember that it varies from thing to thing whether or not Funimation changes the dialogue and the writing for the dub or if they just do a straight read of the subtitles. I don't know which is the case. I, I, I doubt, regardless of whether or not it's a new script or just the same, the subtitle script, I doubt the writing is any different or better because it's, they can't change it this much to make it this much worse. It's just a poorly written, terrible show. And it just, it really makes me appreciate Dragon Ball so much more. Because Dragon Ball is really good. Dragon Ball is really good. Especially in comparison to Fairy Tail. Even Dragon Ball at its worst, at, at its worst is better than Fairy Tail at its best. Which I think I said last time. But it's still, it's still true. It's just so bad. It is so bad. I, I'm amazed at how bad it is. But that's pretty much all I watched. I think. I think, yeah. yeah. So, that'll do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Bit rusty, bit just out of it. It's, it's a new year. What do you expect? Um, and I, don't know, I was having some technical issues with the mic, which is, I hate that every time it happens, especially when it happens and it's seemingly for no reason. It's just like, oh, the mic's, it's being really quiet right now. Why is that happening? I didn't move around any knobs or anything. The wires weren't messed around with, but it just decides to be quiet now. What is going on? So, that was fun. <sighs> okay, well, like I said, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Cusinez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, all the places. Don't Just find me on Twitter. That's pretty much all that you need to know. At PX Sausage, but I'm there everywhere. Look at that rust. Ooh, it's so rusty. The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this show and Attack the Backlog, you can go over to YouTube.com slash Sausage, where you can also see me reviewing anime here and there. It's crazy. I don't... Maybe there aren't that many people. Like, I'm just always surprised by how popular some anime reviews are. So I'm inconsistent with them. I want to try and be more consistent with them. That is something I could have maybe talked about on this episode. Things I'm planning to do with the new year. But um, I'm happy so far that, for the most part, all of the reviews I put up for this last season have received, for the most part, pretty good comments. So... That's nice, because with anime, ooh, it can be nasty. It can be really nasty. Um, but in addition to that, I make art. <laughs> if you're watching the video, you can kind of see some of it in the dark background. But if you'd like to see it crystal clear and very colorful, you can go over to PXS Dur. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go to PXS Dur. Go to pxsart.com and check them out over there. You see something I like, click the link. It'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and everything we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. There's your New Year's resolution. I want to support Pixelated Sausage. 
because they make shit, but they make a lot of it. And I should support them so that they can afford some digital toilet paper to wipe their dirty, dirty behind. Um, <laughs> okay, well, that that's a good place to end it. So now I will say, you know what I was thinking too? <laughs> Before I end, I should just end, because I, like, I end reviews and other things with this. I don't know why I, why I don't just do it with this. I know the bye-bye, I can still do it. But just thank you for watching or listening, if you are a listener or a watcher. Just thank you for watching and or listening. Well, if you're watching, you're also listening. So thank you for watching and listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and previous episodes, at least a little. I hope you got something out of it. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.